that was one of the really funny things. Like when I was on the dating app, like, well, why are you single? What's wrong with you? And I'm like, motherfucker, if you knew the story, you so would not say that because you have no idea. Like we just like, why is something got to be wrong with me? Because guess what? I have high standards. It's no accident that sounds like you're leveling up in a video game. 48% of 18 to 29 year olds have an online dating profile. Make them work for it. 45% of people say they're more frustrated with this form of dating than hopeful. There are so many people you can connect with. Should I swipe right? Swipe wrong. Swipe wrong. Setting the record straight on dating apps. Everyday people telling everyday stories of the swipe right world with your host, Chaos. Well, I know he had a good time. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and of course, good night. Welcome to the Swipe Wrong Podcast. Uh, I am your host, I am Chaos. Uh, Welcome to the number one podcast amongst people that go fa-la-la-la-la all the way down. Um, Hopefully you guys are doing outstanding. Uh, Hopefully the holiday season has uh, given you a little pep in your step instead of like, oh my gosh, it's the holidays. Um, But uh, here's the hoping that uh, everybody is having an awesome time, enjoying family. There isn't too many Cousin Eddie's out there, and if they are, I promise you the shitter is full. Uh, so this week we are talking to another amazing person, um, getting some great stories. I guess, let me do the housekeeping first. I I should have, should have done that as I rolled out earlier anyway. Um, like, follow, subscribe, share with friends, check out the YouTube channel. That's where we're picking up all the content. It seems lots of shorts out there to, uh, take a look at content it seems like <clears throat> as we drop shows weekly content on there seems like it's daily so hopefully you'll enjoy it and uh send some of those out to to your friends uh definitely subscribe and enjoy uh enjoy the show all right so another wonderful young lady today uh she's got an awesome journey that she was kind enough to speak about to us uh kind of went through a, a couple of things her full circle uh of of the spectrum on what she's been in is pretty pretty damn interesting uh i enjoyed it like this is another one of those where this is turning into it all the time people that i just have never met before but are kind enough to take time and take a shot at uh, having a conversation with me um and uh uh we had a great conversation and i think we're gonna have her on again uh one time soon so I will, uh, I will, I will shut up and let you guys enjoy. So sit back, relax, put your feet up, enjoy, grab your popcorn, get that bitch buttered for you if you want to, throw some caramel on it, some peppermint if you like that kind of thing for the holiday season. I don't know, fa la 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 all the way down. If you're in traffic, please don't hit that person next to you and enjoy twice as nice. Disclaimer. The views and opinions expressed in this program are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or opinions or any entities they represent. This podcast is about dating experiences. It is not to say one dating app is better or worse than another. I think like your perspective just from our messages just seemed kind of interesting. So you 
started out in a matchmaking service and then you, you you're in coaching and it's not like uh-huh. you're saying, Hey, uh, like you're an offensive coordinator and defensive coordinator for a football team. Like you're a full on, like you're kind of offensive and defensive coordinator for life. It sounds like, right. So yeah. The two yeah. Kinda, how, in the, how in the fuck did all that work out? Um, well, and it's even funny because then you throw in the fact that the layer, like when I used to date, I was the most toxic, codependent, needy. Like I was really? the girl that was crazy. Um, really? That's interesting. Wow. Hang on. Let me sit back. I need to like, I'm gonna grab my drink and listen to this <laughs> Why? <'Cause> I, <laughs> Yeah. So it was like, actually part of the, fr- like the first part of my transition, like my personal transition was literally going I don't want this anymore. Like, what can I change? Well, the common denominator was me. So I had to do the work, right? So I started really listening. Have you ever heard of Matthew Matthew Hussey? No, I haven't. Okay, so he's big in the dating industry. He's international. He's British. But he is like, he's a man, but he coaches women in dating from the man's perspective. So when you do this, this is how we interpret it. When you do this, this is how we interpret it. But he talked a lot about like self-worth mm-hmm. and keeping your standards high and not nice. losing like your personal identity. So uh-huh. don't become codependent or continue to be codependent. Right. Um, and a lot of the things that I learned from just taking in all of his free content that I could was everything that trickled into the rest of my life. So my self-value, how I let people show up for me, not being an island for people anymore. Um, So it was a lot of that beginning work that I did for myself, through myself, and then uh, down the road. So I've met the love of my life twice, which is is another interesting story. Um, And that was one of the really funny things. Like when I was on the dating app, like, well, why are you single? What's wrong with you? And I'm like, motherfucker, if you knew the story, you so would not say that because you have no idea. Like we just like, why is something got to be wrong with me? Because guess what? Worst I have question. high standards. Yeah. Worst. And, <laughs> and like, bro, dies. by the way, I don't know if you know this or not, bro, but you're single too, or maybe, I don't know, maybe you're not, but <laughs> right? 50, 50 chance you're single too, bro. <laughs> I didn't bro. even ever think about that piece. Yeah. So yeah, so- it was just this crazy journey of learning how to be in relationships differently, nailing it. Um, still growing in relationships because I'm also like the oldest of seven and an ultra independent woman. So how do you freaking like leave room for both of you at the table? Um, so that's always interesting, but yeah, the whole matchmaking piece, I was just looking for a side job. I cannot even tell you how I wound up. I don't remember. I don't remember how I ended up. Oh yes, I do. We had a mutual friend who was like, Oh, you should go apply it, blah, blah, blah. And so I did. And it was fucking nuts like no shit oh it was it was horror stories it was and it was like a luxury dating service so like you're talking about like five figure price points for these dating packages and people were getting screwed left and right and not in the best way like just make it work make whatever you can work lie to everybody make horrible matches just mash them with somebody so then there was that and i did it for like like a year year and a half and she actually had asked me to take over the business and i was like are you Uh, fucking like you know the kind of work it would take to resurrect the bullshit from here so i was like nope i'm good ended up quitting and then when i went into life coaching so i got into life coaching through doing airbnb out of my home so i rented a, a bedroom in my home two people strangers 
And it was through that that I realized I was supposed to be a life coach. Um, And then when I went to life coaching, Chantal Hyde's an international dating coach. We went back and forth on Instagram one day and we were like, it feels like a lot of alignment here. So her and I started collaborating and do like webinars and trainings all the time and did that for like a year, year and a half. So it was really interesting and super organic. (laughs) Yeah. You talk about full circle service right there. Holy (laughs) shit. We're going to start off and put you in the toxic relationship, but I'm going to come back and heal your ass later on. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, not intentional by any stretch, but I mean, that was my own cycle, right? Yeah. You see, fair enough. You've seen both sides. Like how many like aha moments did you had when you kind of were self-discovering that, oh, I was this, as you put it, toxic person trying to figure it out. I still have them. And I like one of them in particular, uh, Brene Brown is somebody that I listen to a lot as a life coach and just as personal growth and development. And I can still remember. So the situationship I had before the relationship I'm in now um, was horrible and it was a rebound thing. And that's part of the the story but the I can remember like I was in I was seeing him for a year and I was miserable but in complete denial again um and I was on the treadmill listening to her her audiobook and she said something about like how trust is built and it's not like this herculean effort and it's not like when somebody just pulls the whole rug out from underneath you but it's like those little things throughout the day that either add marbles to the trust jar or take them away and that you're Mm. not crazy pants for feeling the way that you do and i was like i literally remember like listening to that and stopping and i'm like holy shit that's what it is and there's nothing wrong with me okay we're done here that's cool that's cool Okay. So there's a lot of those. So that's when the situation ship ended, I assume, also? Like right after that. That was when I really started to go, what the fuck are you doing? And also, yeah. like, if Jamar was here right now, he would literally shake you. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, like, that's hard. I mean, like, from the aspect of people... I don't mean speaking in a broad term, but it's really hard to mm-hmm. look in the mirror, like looking in the mirror. And oh, say, yeah. Oh, Personal accountability. That's not a yeah. thing. Yeah, that's tough. That's yeah. tough. Well, that's, that's awesome that you grew that. That's one of your superpowers. <laughs> it's one of my superpowers. And that's also what I teach other people. <laughs> I love it, though. Like that. Uh, I mean, uh, I've been doing the show for uh, going on a year and a half, roughly. Mm-hmm. And I think from day one till now the stuff I've learned from amazing people like yourself and mm-hmm. people who just are telling me their stories and don't have anything other than, than uh, no degree, you know, just here's like mm-hmm. what I've learned. Life experience. It's so fucking internal. Like everything yeah. is internal. Like you will attract crazy if you aren't. I know, if I you're willing to whole, receive but, it. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Yeah. It's like, it's like, I mean, everyone talks about red flags. I was putting out the fucking Jolly Roger flag for a while. Me and the pirate yeah. flag were hanging out. So, I mean, that's really been the internal work, just a lot from the show and, and things like that. Yeah. You just kind of learn that way. And that's what you attract that's the good. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. But you got to receive the good too. Like you can't just attract it. You got to let it in. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I like that. Yeah. I think you're worthy of it too. So mm-hmm. your path going from one to the other, finding loves of your life twice. Or I, uh-huh. well, of course I got to hear these. Yeah, I like the good and the bad. So I'll take all the good stories and the bad stories. It's fine because like right. I like the hope. People got to know like, hey, I listen to this guy's show and everybody like I'm staying married forever because I don't ever want to mm. go like people. Hey, people, that's what they're thinking. I'm saving like marriage. Is what is I'm not say. Greener. Yeah, it's like that is some dead fucking fertilizer over there, honey. 
don't worry don't shave your right. back i still love you that's what he's right. that's what she's saying yeah yeah so are we recording the show now or yeah, like we have okay, honestly so, we have been we've been okay, the that's whole time fine. i was so, just like before i like tiptoe around this part of it like let me make sure because i don't want to say this twice <laughs> oh yeah no i'm sorry yeah, yeah. no that's okay she, she's like motherfucker you better be listening i am i swear i promise i swear like i put so, both earphones in <laughs> man i don't even know where to start with this one so like I was telling you earlier, you know, I got to a point. So I had a relationship with my son's father that was completely toxic for seven years. We did not meet on a dating app. I wish we would have because I probably like would have had a little more common sense with things, but it happens. Sure. Um. So then after I broke up with him and I'd had a really bad marriage before that as well. So I also eloped when I was 18 after I knew oh, somebody for two okay. and a half weeks, two and a half sure. weeks. Yeah. yeah Cause that's what you do at 18. Right. And then yeah, you moved absolutely. to Hawaii. Yo, stop <laughs> it. I want to do that now. I'm going to go meet somebody tomorrow <laughs> and marry him in Hawaii. going to go coconut hunting. <laughs> right. So, uh, you know, looking at my past experience, I was like, I am the common denominator. Like I am what's allowing this. And so I really wanted to start doing the work. And like I said, started watching Matthew Hussey, really taking in his information, transforming all the pieces with me, but also knowing because my father is on his fourth marriage. So not also not wanting that to be who I am, decided also to really take a step back from just dating in general and get comfortable being with myself so that I wasn't constantly looking for somebody else to fill the void. And so took some time off, ended up looking into all Matthew Hussey's free content, like everything that I could just digested it and embodied it and then came out on the other side and I started dating again. So I was on plenty of fish and that's literally mm -hmm. the only platform I've ever been on because okay. I'm not paying for the shit and I'm not going to be on 10 different platforms because Ain't nobody got time for that shit. And also, like, I call myself a master screener. And it was also a time in the beginning of, like, really paying attention to what people were saying and posing in their profiles. And trusting that what they put there was actually the truth. But not, not, not like the flippant shit that they're like, oh, look, I'm that, that, that. It was like, why are your kids in the picture? Like you're either the worst dad in the fucking world or you don't understand you're trying to like overcompensate by that or you're putting in the picture, not realizing like what a safety issue that is because now yeah. your kids faces are all over the internet. So it was stuff yeah. like that. And also just yeah. the language and the things that they said, like one of my things now is definitely very intentional about the language that I use and what things mean, but also being able to read the context of text. So when I was looking through a profile, just paying attention to red flags that came up and believing, like not bullshitting myself about those things and knowing also like, is it a right fit? So not just, will it work? I mean, you can do that all day, but I was yeah. looking for, you know, is this yeah. a good fit? Cause yeah. I want my person. I'm not just looking for some bullshit relationship. I want my person. Um, so I was on Plenty of Fish, Master Screener, and um, trying to remember, I was on there for a while, not having any luck and not because guys weren't inboxing me, but also like if you inbox me and you can't say more than five to seven words at once, right. this is not a conversation and I'm sorry, but I love conversations. So you're out. And also I don't owe you the time and energy to respond. So sure. 
It's what it is. And if you try again, come with more than seven words. (laughs) Right, right, for sure. So it was, it was just this whole process of, I don't know, navigating all of that. And then at one point, and I can't even remember who liked, who reached out to who, whatever that looked like, but so the love of my life, Jamar, um, he ended up, we ended up connecting on plenty of fish and we talked every single day for, was it three or maybe even six months before we met and granted we were an hour away from each other. So I lived in Lansing, he lived in Ann Arbor. So there was an hour difference between us. Oh no. Um, wait, so that wait, wait, kept real up. quick. Do we have a Michigan yeah. state versus Michigan issue too? Is nope. this... Oh, okay. I love right. a good game. I don't care. I don't care okay. anything about like what the name of the team is. <laughs> All right. Sorry. All right. I just wanted to make <laughs> no, sure we got that out there because a lot of people are going, what but the he's fuck a are you UM fan. <laughs> All right. There we go. Go blue. Um, But yeah, it was just like we ended up connecting at some point. We talked every single day for months before we ever met. And it even took time. Like I'm not the per- I'm also I don't care if it's the 2000s. You're not just going to get my phone number because I, I'm a single mom. I don't have time for that. I also don't trust myself. Like that was something I had to work oh, through was fair. I did not trust myself in, in dating. So just relearning like what that looked like. Um. And so we ended up talking for months and our first date was six hours long. That's like, awesome. Yeah. And he came like to that, right? Flew by. Uh, I know. Yeah. And yeah. seemed like forever at the same time, but in the best oh, okay. way. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. But right. like, it just like time stopped kind of until uh-huh. it was over. And then it was like, what the shit? I don't want it to be oh, over. That's awesome. Um, but that was like what really built a solid foundation for our relationship. And then he was the youngest of eight and had seen like a lot of the relationship mistakes his older brothers and sisters had made. So not only was I over here, like relearning how to date and be healthier in relationships, but he was kind of on the other side where he'd seen all the bullshit and he wasn't here for it. So he was being careful not to repeat their mistakes. So he was okay with going slow which that was one of my standards at the time. Like, we're not, we're not rushing this. Like if you're my person, you're my person making this go faster. Isn't going to change. I might change it for the worst. So it was just like, we really took our time to get to know each other. Um, But yeah, then we were like basically inseparable via phone because it was a long distance relationship for almost three years. And he ended up suddenly passing away one weekend oh, like just super God. unexpectedly so, I'm so sorry. when i was yeah and but that's like everything that happened to me during that relationship and the person that i became not only during the relationship but on the other side of that as a result of losing him is part of what's contributed to who i am today so like there's yeah. so much beauty and fulfillment there still yeah. um but that's like when I say, you know, guys sliding in your DM, well, what's wrong with you that you're single? And I'm like, yeah. you son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> if you only fucking knew. Yeah, <laughs> On top of that, I probably took three years off from dating after I lost him before I yeah. even put my toe back in the dating pool. And it was his family and especially his mom who encouraged me more than anybody to get back out there yeah, and told me from the cool. beginning, like, he would want you to find love again. So, sure. yeah. 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 That must have wild to healed. So I'm also guessing that live your dream kind of came from that too. Huh? That's just in general, like don't sh- 
put yourself in a box and don't take it for granted and don't make yourself small, but like it can be way better than we generally give it credit for. Yeah. I obviously I saw that when you first popped on, I think it's awesome. And I think it's the way to go. And I think it's, it's always, you know, people will always put a, uh, some sort of restriction if they can, but if you can, if you Mm -hmm. can, you know, get in that mindset and just Mm -hmm. go with that first, you know, money will come, things like that will come, you know, do what you love, then it'll all just kind of, kind of come in its own way that it's supposed to. I'm so sorry for your loss. That's tough. But the growth, again, if we keep going back to growth, must have been Mm -hmm. just incredible. Oh, yeah. It was like, talk about forged by fire. So the crazier part of the story, because that's not enough, is exactly one year to the day before he passed away, my younger brother passed away. Oh, goodness. So when you talk about a season of grief, and it was completely different griefs, but like that really helped like for what I do for other people, when I was talking about that earlier, it's part of it's so much of it's holding space and being comfortable with uncomfortable feelings. Mm-hmm. There is not much more that's uncomfortable than being in deep, deep, deep grief and not being able to see your way out of it and spiraling in depression and losing your best friend and your confidant. Um yeah. And somebody you thought it was going to be your life partner. So to be able to feel my way through all that and feel all of it, like that's why I'm really good with all of the feelings and sitting with the harder feelings for me and you. That's so good. So um, 2013, I went through a divorce, um, Mm -hmm. mom passed away um and all within like the within a couple of months of each other That's like a year lot. prior my grandma passed away mm-hmm. and to what you're saying that i think is so cool is i look back at my well, you know i started looking back on it because you work your way through it you know like mm-hmm. all right i don't know like you it's the lowest of the low it was like mm-hmm. it was like i needed help low and uh and then eventually you know found my way out of it through yeah. and not just not just Lexapro or anything like that. It was just, you just kind of find your way out of it. But then when stuff comes up, like you're saying, comes up again, you just kind of have so many more tools in your toolbox. Mm-hmm. Right? So I worked through this. How did I do that? And it's, boy, it, it, you kind of like, if you can keep that mindset and go back mm-hmm. to it, boy, you really feel like you are limitless in so many different mm-hmm. things. Yeah. So like, I feel, I guess I just, I feel you. That's all. I yeah. just feel you. That's, that's a, <laughs> I appreciate it's a that. motherfucker to go through. Like, boy, <laughs> oh, you are yeah. so strong for making it through to the other Stripped side. down to nothing. Oh, yeah. 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 Like yeah. I remember and his sister, cause when we went over after he passed away, we spent a lot of time with his family for a while and I would stay with his one sister specifically. And I remember her saying at one point, she's like, I could like, you were crying. So like, cause we, in my family, we love really hard. And so like, I I literally thought I was going to die of a broken heart after he passed away. Like I could feel it. And, and so when she said that to me, I was like, I felt like I was dying. Like it hurt that much. (laughs) Gosh. So, man. yeah. Well, you're fucking amazing. All right. We'll just go <laughs> Thank amazing. you. You're welcome. You're welcome. Um, so how long did it take to find the second love of your life? Yeah. Um, well, it took one rebound relationship, a couple of bad dates, and <laughs> just this commitment to myself to not screw it up again. Um, so like I said, it was probably three years after Jamar passed away that I waited until I dated again because mm-hmm. 
I was not trying to find the exact same person. And I think that can be like an easy trap to fall into when you've lost somebody that you're so close with. Um, So I really made sure that I took the time to heal as much as I possibly could um, and be really intentional about how I dated moving forward. And then it was funny because I ended right back in a shit relationship. Like (laughs) it's so funny because Looking back, like one of the things I've said about that one is um, he had a great personality and horrible character. Oh, wow. I like that. So it was I, like, well, I don't like just... that, but I mean, that's a good way to break it down. <laughs> right? that's, it's uh, like accurate description. <laughs> yeah, sure. You know, so often we can find these people that are just like, they can be so charismatic and charming and fun to sure. be with. But when it comes to really showing up for you or themselves or being healthy together, it's like, it's a shit show. And so I found myself, I dated him for a year. Um, I don't feel like I rushed into it, but I think I definitely ignored a lot of red flags that I had seen before, not with him, but in other relationships and um, ignored. I think I was just so excited to find somebody again after what happened. Like that was the big kicker for me. Ended up dating him for about a year and just a couple of key moments that happened like during our situationship um, really helped me see like I've been here before. And this is like, if, like I said, if Jamar was here right now, he would literally shake me because I've done <laughs> the work and he knows I deserve better. And he knows I know I deserve better. So like, right. what the fuck are you doing here? Right. Um, right. So at that point, <clears throat> and then that piece with Brene Brown with the trust piece where it was like, oh, you know, there's nothing wrong with me. It's actually he's destroying trust with everything that he does. And the other thing I was really recognizing during that time, too, was like I was always in tears because he uh-huh. was always letting me down. And I was uh-huh. always like, it's OK. It's OK. It's OK. No, it's not fucking OK. So when I started realizing what I was doing and what was happening, I, and I'm a cold turkey kind of girl, like there's no easing in or out of shit. Like when I'm done, I'm done. And it's probably been going on in my mind for months. Um, But I just ended up basically cutting it off after a really bad weekend. And him and I met on plenty of fish too. And that was long distance, but that didn't scare me because I'd been there before um, successfully. And so he had a baseball championship and he was a baseball coach that he invited me to went up there and like, biggest red flag ever we'd been seeing each other for a year and he would not introduce me to a single person there and i was like what the fuck like you know what this is so i was done he like blew up my phone that night and um i never really heard from him i definitely didn't talk to him again because like i said i don't open doors that need to be closed um And I remember he ended up reaching out to me that Christmas. That was in July of that year. And he reached out to me at Christmas because he was an IT. I blocked him on all the things, including my email. But because he was an IT, you could always find a way in. I was like, will you please go away? Jesus. He's his own virus. Jeez. Gosh. So, yeah. So I ended up breaking it up with him and immediately jumped right back in the dating pool. Went on two dates like the following weekend after that because I was done. Sure. First date was looking back like very humorous 
I'm so naive sometimes, <laughs> like, but it was How like, so? oh, <laughs> like he showed up 45 minutes. Well, so here's my thing, right? Like one of my other superpowers is radical acceptance and oh. I don't have high expectations. And that doesn't mean that I'm waiting for <clears throat> the sky to fall. It just means like I can go with the flow sure, and okay. I can pivot like according to whatever happens and not just in relationships or dating, but like anything. Yeah. So like this dude first of all, he wanted to go to dinner in a movie. No, I can't talk to you at a movie. And we're like, it's our first date. No, I want to get to know you. Um, and so we went walking. I said, can we go to a park? There's a movie in the park. It's a beautiful summer night. Like we'll go walk around then we can go have a drink or whatever. Shows up like 45 minutes late, says that his Chrysler 300 broke down on the way and he had to Uber in. And I'm just like, all right, cool. Like, so we went on the date, walk around forever. And then um, he asked me if I if I could drive us to the bar. We had like one drink. And then he's sitting there telling me about all these times that he's taking girls home after one. And I'm like, what uh, the fuck, dude? Like every girl wants to hear on a first date. But also, oh, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> thank you for telling me that. Gosh. So it was so funny. Yeah, we had like one drink and then he asked me to drive him back to his house, which was also very like, but also like I don't get scared very easy either because like I will throw some elbows if I need to. I've never <laughs> actually been in a fight, but I feel pretty confident about being able to like I understand. <laughs> yeah. I know across so, so we're in the car and I drop him off and he leans over to give me a kiss and I like turn my head. Nah, that ain't happening. And he's just like, What was that? Oh no, 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 no. If I have to like carry your feelings for you right now because I rejected a kiss after the shit show that just happened. You are definitely not the guy for me. And then oh, yeah. Shit. So <laughs> that was the end of that. <laughs> you knew that was over quick. Oh yeah. One and done. Yeah, no kidding. He sounded not like even just a, a kiss. treat. Oh, oh my gosh. Man. It was so mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't think he, I don't think he's going to tell. Yeah, he he's uh, he needs some work to do. That's for he, sure. Well, and he reached out like I'm trying to remember. I think like a couple of weeks later, and I blocked him again. I'm that person. Like I owe you nothing after this was an interview. Oh <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and so he reached out after that. He's like, "Could you just tell me what I did wrong?" And I was like, "Dude, with the like, no, <laughs> just." No, we're done. I'll take, we're done. Here. I'm taking notes. What I did wrong. So you know, I'm right. writing a book, and that dude sounded like he could write novel on the things oh, that he did, man. what not to do on a dating. Right? Yeah. Oh, so sucks. yeah, but I went on a date with him Friday after I cut it off with the, the last guy, and then my guy now. We've been together for over six years, and that's amazing. And he was Sunday. <laughs> no shit. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah. So that was another, let me guess, six hour good time. You know, how that, how that. So this is the funny part. He told me after, I don't even remember. We were like with friends or something after we'd been seeing each other for months. And he's like, I didn't even think she liked me the first three months because I did not want to fall back into that bad pattern again. Okay. And so I was very, I was definitely a little guarded, but also like I didn't trust myself again. So I was trying to refigure out where that was, um, trying to move a little bit slower so I didn't ignore the red flags and just also 
if I want a quality person and they're really into me, like time is not going to be the deal breaker. Um, so we were seeing each other for three months. And the funny thing is, is we actually saw each other. We dated twice a week. So every Wednesday and once on the weekend, we would see each other. Wednesday was date night and it still is. That's um, good. That's awesome. Yeah. But for like three months when we'd go out on a date, so there was, there was no kissing. There was no affection. There was, I can't even remember if we held hands. I feel like maybe we did, but maybe we didn't. Um, and when we were sitting by each other, I did not like sit across from him. It would always be kind of sideways or, you know, like kind of a, a wall up. And so, but it was always fun and engaging. And then I would always text him afterwards and just be like, Hey, like, I'm not real great at that, 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 but this was amazing. And thank you so much. So there was still some communication, um, but I was definitely busy protecting myself. But yeah, we, at three months, he ended up asking me if he could take me on a surprise. So he asked my permission to surprise me and then set up this beautiful day. Um, There's a town here called Sagatuck. That's one of my favorite places to go. And he was just like, he took me for the surprise, but then we went downtown forever and watched the boats go in and out of the canal. And I ended up getting this huge migraine and he was just like the most patient, caring person. And, um, yeah, after that, he was like, that's when I knew you liked me. (laughs) Ah, so, (laughs) but I mean, so at that point, like up Uh until then, he must've thought he was friend zoned, right? Or was the text? Don't, I I don't know. Cause like I said, I have asked him like, why did you keep going on dates with me? If you didn't think I liked you, yeah. and he's like, cause you basically like very subliminally were telling me there was a chance. Oh, really? And Sorry. I was like, okay. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, good on him. Cause like, I can see just that where guys like, all right, we're friends. We have a good time. And then mm-hmm. it had, to, it would have to be hard to go from that to where do you get intimate or just whatever right. just where, yeah. where is it okay that i crossed the line yeah. from this friend yeah. because of the good times right uh, that dude is either very smart or very stupid and just for the he's fact like he, yeah yeah like look i'm not i'm not saying he's uh, in general he's like yeah, just not yeah. seeing the signs just like I, right. i'm just gonna do it and good on him like i'm not saying he's stupid but i don't but you know guys can be so good on him for seeing it right and just yeah knowing what he wants and sticking with it and then you know what? Thank goodness for migraines. Ah, <laughs> and that's not the thing that like sealed the deal, but it was, just, that was a sign to me that like he could roll with the punches too. Cause that was not sure. part of the plan for the day. Like that was sure. a huge, and I don't get migraines. So that's oh, wow. the other part. That's like, what, <laughs> how do How's I just randomly get a migraine today? Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, you can see how he takes care of you. I mean, it takes yeah. care of people he cares about in general. And yep. you've probably learned more about, him then then you may have all the way up until then right right I mean, things yeah. go sideways so what type of person is this yeah. six years is that what we said over six years yeah good for you that's awesome yeah yep. and so the journey so he's number two he's number two <laughs> and yeah the final one you know until that <laughs> right sure. long, yeah we're not trying to roll anymore out especially with the old circumstances <laughs> yeah no kidding i'm just like you're like good on you like you, you cut it and you were done and then a date on friday and then mm-hmm. love three months from Saturday. So that yeah. was yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, 
So I, I love it. And I think so as you went through matchmaking to mm-hmm. dating coach and you went through that and you said, and you kind of touched on that, like, like what type of things have you just kind of, did you discover when you're a coach that's helped you mm. to kind of figure out what you're in now, like the relationship you're in and, and kind of improve yourself? I mean, there's so much cause it's constantly like, I'm very much a person that applies information on principle. So even okay. it's not, if it's not directly aimed at the specific thing, <clears throat> I can take a piece of information and completely apply it to something different. So like we could literally be talking about, gosh, I don't even know. I can't even think of anything right now, but we could talk, be talking about one subject. I could be watching a movie right now and hear a one-liner and that will literally translate to like seven areas of my life. That's just how my mind works. Um, And I read a ton and I watch, I don't watch a lot of TV, but I do watch some movies mostly with my son. A lot of podcasts, a lot of articles. And so I'm just always discovering new language and new books and new information. And it helps me better understand myself, but then also helps me understand him and us and relationships better too. And sometimes it's not even directly about relationships. So there's just, there's a lot where I'm always like, okay. And I also have really amazing friends. So they're not (laughs) yes people. They're, they're the equal, I'm going to support you and cheerlady you're on, but I'm also going to call you on your bullshit. So (laughs) that really, that really helps too, because we have open dialogue with each other. And if we're really frustrated about something, we can call them, call each other invent. But if we also feel like, okay, this is what's going on and this is what I'm doing. Am I out of my goddamn mind? Am I being an asshole or am I right? (laughs) And the other person will be honest. (laughs) Right. That's, but that's good. That's the best dialogue you can have. You talk about keeping yourself in check or at least just growing. Those are the friends you want. I mean, yep. I probably cheerlead too much. I'm like, I oh, know you're not being an asshole, but you know, hey, asshole. good luck with that. <laughs> hey, you you're right. much of an asshole he's being? Gee, no, I'm just kidding. I won't do that. But it's, it is like, yeah. hey, sometimes it's a learn go. But that's, that's amazing. Are you still doing the coaching? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's, so that's my life's it. purpose. Where do people find you? Yeah. So I'm Maria Venus everywhere that you want to find me. So that would either be my website is Maria Venus. Oh my goodness. MariaVenus.com. Um, and Marie is actually my middle name, but there's a whole side story about that too. And then Venus is love. So Marie of love. Um, so MariaVenus.com, or you can find me as Maria Venus on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Instagram. Well, I dig that. And thank you. No problem. Workshops, things like that, I assume. Nope. Um, I have very intentionally scaled, not even scaled. I've very intentionally taken everything off my plate except for year-long coaching clients right now. And I do work mainly with women. Um, So that's the only thing that is built into my business right now is that year-long coaching. But I might do two other things on the side and a ton of connecting. So I also am an Airbnb host still, which is like I said, what got me into life coaching to begin with. So that's something we still do too. We actually own two, we manage a third, and then we also do a bedroom out of our house again. Um, And then also co-own an events, a women's event company called Kaleidoscope Effect that's also here in the Grand Rapids area. So that's another piece of it too. That's awesome. Actually, the yeah. the women's piece this is like I'm as intrigued with that as I am almost yeah. anything else that you mentioned. Absolutely. Like okay. Totally. What about it? 
Well, so uh, I guess it just comes from my just uh, my mom used to put together women's groups and mm. she had a like in Southern California, she's put together a magazine. Uh, she called it South okay. Bay Woman. It was all about just oh, uh, cool. people in there, you know, women's expos and stuff like that. Yeah, so I think I've just been around it. And I think <laughs> I get punished for this all the time and I'm OK with it. But I think I just know how much of uh, jerk faces we'll say guys can be uh-huh. on the apps and stuff like yeah. that. Like I'm just like go women just go we're a bunch Aww, of dicks just yeah. go and do so anytime i hear anything <laughs> that's cool <laughs> yeah so it's it's uh power to it i guess i am mm-hmm. um, borderline feminist that's for sure yeah uh, so well and it's funny because i, like I can re- like that yeah i can remember my son asking me i don't know a couple of years ago i think he was like so what's up with you being a feminist and mm-hmm. i was like well hold on because the type of feminist i am is not the like raw burning men are asshole fuck them hell yeah to us it's just like we've got to recognize our own power and we Mm -hmm. also have like a lot of cool dudes around us that are helping us do that and acknowledging that and allowing that so yeah that's that's Um, more our lane um but i'm also just a super connector in the area i love meeting new people seeing new faces, spaces, and ideas and, and bridging them. And so I'm always trying to discover like what's around, but then also connecting those, those things between themselves too. Well, look, if I've caught anything in the past 45 minutes of talking to you, you're an amazing person to have that around the best personality <laughs> Thank you. and an incredible <laughs> smile. So you are going to bring a lot together, which is pretty yeah. awesome. Thank you. Thank you for being along for the ride of Swipe, the Swipe Wrong podcast. Remember, everyday people telling everyday stories of the Swipe Right world. Uh, the show is uh, produced by Jay Pelham. He is the host of Pelham Place. Uh, so make sure to check that out. Also, I am uh, Chaos, the host of Chaotic Commentary. Make sure to like, subscribe, follow, tell a friend about the pod. Uh, and, uh, if you have, uh, something that you want to share, please, please, we want to hear from everybody and get everybody's stories as much as we possibly can. Uh, email us at swipe at gmail.com. Uh, give us a call, leave us a voicemail. Let us know if it's okay to call you back. 317-426-6616. Thanks for being along for the ride. And next week, uh, the saga continues.